Welcome to Winning the Inner Game. This is Colton Lindsay. Thanks for listening to the Winning the Inner Game podcast. I got to put a word in for my sponsors. First off, it's actually my real estate sales team in Utah. You can visit my website at www.the-wgr.com. That's www.the-wgr.com. If you have someone looking to buy or sell real estate in Utah, reach out to us. We'd love to work with you on that. Also, you can go to winningtheinnergame.com where you can join the winner's circle. That's my personal email list where I'm always sending out free real estate tips and tricks and also inviting people to free real estate trainings. In there as well is also a audio tools and training section that you can check out where I share a lot of the trainings that I do with inside of my own sales organization that will help you take your business to the next level. You gotta check out fearlessagent.com. That's the coaching and training company I started with over a decade ago. They're by far the most effective, affordable, and efficient coaching and training platform on the planet today. If you go to fearlessagent.com, you can check out a free 45-minute webinar that will share with you the five must-know presentations to take your real estate sales business to the next level. And finally, guys, I gotta thank my friends over at Mojo Sales. It's the CRM and dialing platform that I use to succeed at a high level in prospecting. So go check them out at www.mojosales.com, and thanks for listening. All right, guys. Hey, it's Colton Lindsay here with another podcast. I'm super excited today. I'm going to get one of my uh, really good friends, mastermind partners, Mr. Al Torrey, Mr. Worldwide from Florida. Al, welcome to the show today. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Colton. I appreciate it, man. Awesome. So I met Al probably uh, in January this year, roughly right around there, when he joined the Real Estate Hustlers Mastermind. Mm-hmm. And his story, your story, Al, just freaking blows my mind because you were in a, another career for – how long were you in your last career for? Um, I was there for – working at it for eight years. Before that, I was just kind of in school, still doing it for another five. So it's like a long time, really. So studying basically and being involved with what you, you were Basically for 15 years. That's a, for, uh, just about. Life. Yeah, yeah, just about from 18 to 32. Yeah. So real quick before we go on, just give everyone uh, quick information where you're from and how they can connect with you as well. Sure, Colton. So I'm, I live in Boca Raton, Florida. Um, my office is in East Boca Raton, and uh, my direct line over here is 561. Or I'll give, you know, it doesn't matter. You guys can reach me through Twitter or Facebook at Realtor Altori. And um, I service areas all the way from Fort Lauderdale all the way up to Wellington and West Palm Beach. Um, I do some deals in Miami, like I'm going there today with uh, some high-rise condos that I'm, I'm going to be showing. But uh, typically, I'm, I'm in the area of Fort Lauderdale, Boca Raton, which is about 45 miles north of Miami. And, awesome, um, man. Yeah, yeah. And so, so how long have you been in real estate now? Okay, so I got my license... Um, 2014 and um, so it's been what two years a little over two years um, the mm-hmm. first year I didn't really do it full-time um, and uh, so technically it was about last year that I went full-time th- this time last year so it's been okay. two years with the, with the license this time last year I came in full-time I left uh, the whole career 100% how was that transition I mean you're in a career where you've been making great and by the way what was your previous career so I was working as a pharmacist. Um, I had gone to school to become a pharmacist to be more like an entrepreneur of uh, pharmacist ownership. And um, 
pharmacy ownership and and the the economy just changed so much and um it's not really encouraged on your own establishment. Sort of like what's happening to a lot of physicians. They, a lot of them work in, in hospitals now. They don't really have their own practice. A lot of them, 30% have gone back to hospitals. So wow. that, um, that transition for me was like really challenging because I no longer could accomplish what I wanted to do in that field even though I had so much industry there. Um, so the question is how was the transition? What was it like, right? Yeah. Um, it wasn't easy. I mean, looking back at it, look, I mean, if I had, if I, looking back at it, I, I probably did it the most difficult way that anybody can do it. I waited till like, I was miserable to make the switch. I waited until literally when I had no more juice in me to keep going. That's, I mean, I was literally like down to just the bottom for myself personally. What, what, do, you, what do you mean by that? Just in your, in your previous career, you just were down on yourself and your energy and, and and just had no drive left, or what, what do you mean by that? I, I, exactly. I mean, I had gone down to just, just to, look, the, the last, I would say the last year, the last two years of my career there, I mean, working full-time, I would say I was just, I was just buying time. I was literally buying time, man. I mean, I was just miserable. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't wait to get off and just go out and hang out with people and do things that I just probably just hanging out things that I just I didn't want to be doing what I was doing I just didn't want to be doing it so you know I was waiting all the way till like I would say 2013 where like life slapped me in the face and said hey man you either like go do something else or stay here focused and uh, at that point like I got all the signposts. All, all the signposts came up in my life, and I said, "Okay, I got to do something different because this, this, forget the money I was making, which was great money. I wasn't going to make it. I was just going to be so miserable that I was probably going to not live another couple years. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I was, I was just not, not in a good place. Um, so I took some time off of work. You know, I took, I took a leave for for a couple months, and um, to kind of regroup. You know, I spent probably a couple months off." Um, then I, that couple months turned into, into like a year, I would say nine months actually. And then at nine months is when I went and I got my real estate license once I was clear what I wanted to do. What, what did and, you do uh, for nine months? Well, you know, I was, I was still kind of working in the field, you know, but like from home or like part-time or things like that. I was no longer like in the retail setting. Right. Okay. Um, so I, I was still working, but in the retail setting. So, so during those nine months, I was kind of like getting my, my thoughts together. And then the, the last part of the nine months, I was actually working, um, working from pretty much uh, part-time um, okay. from a consulting so you, standpoint. So when did you get, you got licensed October, 2014, sounds like, is that about right? Um, it's about no February two thousand fourteen. I didn't start using it until March. Okay, so March two March two thousand fourteen. You went full time uh a year ago, uh, right? So it would have been October two thousand fifteen. Yeah. So what did you do from the from from March two thousand fourteen to October two thousand fifteen? What did that time frame look like? Um, it was a little messy because I was still building the business. I had no clue how to do it. As far as the sales part of it, I knew it was a sales direct a direct sales business, but I didn't really know a whole lot about how to generate the leads that I needed to go after. So I was still kind of working um, in my old career, like I said, part-time, like a couple hours a week here and there to kind of have some money to reinvest in myself. So I got into coaching one of the, you know, from the Mike Fair organization. I got into coaching for a year. And um, that kind of got me started as, as to what I needed to be doing. Um, it was, I was straddling. I was really straddling between both careers at that time still, 
still, I was still straddling. And then finally a friend of mine came to me and she said, hey, Al, listen, you, 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 you got to stop straddling. You got to quit straddling. You can't straddle between one and the other career. She told me that for about a year. In fact, she told me that since the moment I got my license, she told me that, but it wasn't until last, uh, until like last year when I decided to like stop straddling and 100% like take my license off the wall and like pretty much I keep my pharmacist license up to the side and I don't use it. I pretty much just know that I have it. I got to renew it every couple of years, but I no longer use it at all. Yeah. So what was your income like from March 2014 to October 2015 straddling both careers? You know, I was probably doing about $60,000 in sales and real estate, you know. I was doing about 10 deals, six, seven, eight deals in 2014, Um, and then about 12 deals, 2014 deals, 2015. And then I was supplementing my income with uh, with with the other with the other license. But as far as real estate, I was only making about fifty fifty to sixty thousand dollars from two thousand fourteen and two thousand fifteen. And um, I pretty much just like quadruple that salary based on 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 <laughs> the moment I stopped straddling. The moment I stopped doing that, I quadrupled it, and that's what's happened over the last year. So so. This year, January to the end of October, 10 months, how many deals have you closed and what you, what's your projected revenue going to be for, for 2016? So I have 32 pending and close. I've literally closed 28 transactions as of right now. Um, I'm on track to close. I have five pending and I have uh, 12 listings. A couple of them which are going to go pending soon. So I'm looking at 36 deals this year as a single agent. So 36 deals is about two, 280 in gross commissions. So your first full year as a uh, going full-time, not straddling it, but all in, really giving it everything, you're going to be 275, 280,000 in gross commission. Yep. Well, yep. That's right. Congratulations, man. That's a, an amazing first full year in real estate. So what, what was it that allowed you to, once you finally said, all right, I'm all in. I'm not straddling. I'm not dinking off with this other stuff. What allowed you to go and make this happen? What were some of your tips and tricks and secrets? Um, man, I actually, first of all, I realized it was more work to straddle. That's how I realized it. It was like, it was right after the Mike Ferry Superstar Retreat last year that I finally decided to go to it. I, um, I pretty much had like a, like a self-realization at that point. I said, okay, so I, d- I did the numbers. I said, if I keep doing this, it's going to cost me this much money over the course of a year. If I put $20,000 into myself and coaching and other programs, let's say $15,000 into, let's say, over a course of a year, I could probably take myself anywhere I want to go as far as income. So the trick was, <laughs> this, is, this is a trick, man. Back when I went to college, I'd, I put money into myself with tuition to get an education to come out and make six figures. That's what I did. I put money into myself, got a degree, came out, made six figures. I did the same thing here. I went back and I started to make notes. I said, what made me successful in my old career? I started to write notes. I said, okay, this, this, that. And one of the biggest things was actually investing in myself. That was the number one thing that came up on my list. Okay, so what do you think I did? I spent more money in coaching. I joined the mastermind. Okay, I spent more money going to events. 
you know, talk about whether it's the MME events or whether it was the mastermind or whether it was the coaching, whether it was whatever it was, I was putting the money strategically back into myself as an industry. Okay. And that's what literally changed the whole perspective for me. I mean, man, it was night and day, 100% night and day. It took about 90 days for me to make, it was like a, it was like a conversion. It was a complete conversion for me. Once I got into all this coaching and all these mentoring programs and I started to practice more, I started to hold myself accountable for more. And the discipline that I have was really what took me to, to where I'm at and where I'm heading, man. Like I was telling you this morning before we got on the call, I just ran 9.3 miles because I'm training for a marathon. And like, look, it hasn't been easy. Same thing with the real estate business. When I got in 100%, I spent 90 days putting money back into myself and the coaching programs and, um, you know, all the reputable brands, you know. Uh, yeah, before the call, I love that story, by the way. From what I hear is you were making, and I, and I know somewhat where you're making your last career because you told me before, and it sounds like now you're making – more money in this career than your last career. Is that right? Yes. Yes, I am. Significantly more or just a few, a few hundred dollars? Oh, no, more? no, twice as much. Twice as much yeah. than your yeah, last career. Twice. So it was a good decision, good choice, yeah. financially. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah. you had mentioned discipline. You know, discipline just doesn't happen by snapping your fingers. What was the first thing that you did? You wrote down the, that list of items. What was the first maybe program or, or coaching or or thing that you invested in that said, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get even more disciplined? What was it? I'm really results-driven, so I wanted to see results, and discipline was the number one tool. Hard work and discipline was the tool I had at my disposal to create results. Um, and I, I knew from based on my – look, here's my train of thought is my, I come from the – school of thought of like if you build it before you can build it again and you can build it again and you can build it again over and over and over all you got to do is go back and see how you did it before and that's just what i did so i went back and i thought about how i built my career before and how i became successful and all came down to discipline 100 percent discipline and hard work and uh not like non-stop 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 every single day every single day doing the same thing until it becomes a habit you know there's a gap somewhere between discipline and becoming a habit that it's like very painful for a lot of real estate agents okay I think that gap between forming a habit okay and having the discipline to form the habit it's like it's like a hundred miles long and it feels really painful when you're in it. <laughs> isn't, isn't that the truth about not just real estate but every aspect of your life I mean look at you training for the marathon yeah that takes some discipline there's a portion when you start running 9.3 miles or even when you're going to do 26.2 i think that's what it is yeah that the first mile or two you just want to quit right? man just, i was ready to quit the first quarter mile i was ready to go <laughs> <laughs> so what happens but, once you get past that then you start to feel i remember coming out of my list a listing appointment last year just give you an example i remember coming out of a listing appointment that i did not get and i completely blew it because i had no clue what i was doing but i remember coming out of that house and i said i can do this I'm the one. I can do this, man. I was like, I can do this, man. I see it. And that's what happens when you're putting the time and discipline. 
That's what happens. There comes a point that you look and you say, you know what, I turned a corner one day, I was jogging, I was on mile 6.2, and I was like, I could do this, man. I could do the marathon. At first, I committed myself, and I had no clue how I was going to do it. Man, I couldn't figure out I was going to run that many miles, you know? But the fact that I turned a corner one day, and I was like, wow, man, I can run this marathon. I know I can do it. Same thing happened in real estate. You stick with the discipline over and over and over and over until it becomes a habit. And then at some point, somewhere in the 100 miles in between the the habit and the discipline right in there, you, you see the light. You're like, you start to see like, oh, man, I can do this. this is, I'm the one, man. I'm the one, and I'm going to do it. And that's what, what's happened to me in my career. You know, that's, when I, that's why whatever money I put, invest back in myself, I know I'm going to quadruple that or ten times that because I know I'm willing to put the time in that gap. That gap in there, man, it's like brutal. It's brutal, that gap. And as a real estate agent coming into this business brand new, that gap will take you out. It's like, it's like organic chemistry back when I was in college. It was like 600 students wanted to be doctors, and only 120 ended up in my class. You know, that organic chemistry class weeds a lot of people out. In real estate, that gap weeds a ton of people out because it's so hard that if, you're, if you don't have your stuff together, man, you're not going to make it out of that gap. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, so, I totally get what you're saying. So that's, that's the gap and the discipline and the habit that's, like, so hard. And... Um, and we can always get better. It's a muscle, right, Colton? I mean, you've been so successful building your different businesses that you have, and it's been painful, and you've, got, you've had to go through that gap over and over and over and over every time you venture off into something new. Well, and every, every time I go, and you are experiencing this as well, when you start to take a business or businesses to a next level, you start to face bigger challenges, right? And these bigger challenges get you even more uncomfortable. And Grant Cardone talks about this when you face these challenges. You can either retreat, mm-hmm. and you can do nothing, or you can be average at it, right? Or you can 10x your efforts into it and your energy and then just blow through to the next level. Yeah. But it's, it's right. that first quarter mile, right? You feel that. You have to make oh. that decision. Yeah. So, Getting through that first quarter mile and did never – every one of us, all of us, feel the same feelings. We all feel the same feelings. There's nothing wrong with anybody. We just, we're all human beings and we feel the same feelings in, during that quarter mile. Okay, it's what you do with that feeling that makes a difference. That's what reveals your true character, what you do after that quarter mile is how I see it. And, you know, with everything, when you're taking your business to the next level, it's that, that, that revealing of your character is what really will take you to the next level as you continue to grow. So what, what you mentioned you'd invested in coaching. You mentioned you invested in um, the mastermind. What got you involved with the mastermind, uh, the real estate hustlers? What, what was it say, hey, I want to get involved with this, and why? Well, it, 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 just, it was like a no-brainer, man. I mean, I don't even think we have enough spots to open it up for everyone out there because it's just, it's, it was a no-brainer. I needed something that was well-rounded to help me with just not just the business, but the financing part of the business, how to, how, to, how to deal with when you're starting to make money, what to do with the commission checks, how to build the business. There's a lot more than just scripts and dialogues, okay? So I had already learned the scripts and dialogue with one year of coaching before, so I was looking for something different. So obviously I ran into Brian Casella at, a, um, at an event, and I talked to him for a minute, and the next thing I know, you guys came back from a Tony Robbins event, and you guys built a mastermind. I said, whoa, what a, what a cool thing here, man. So what made me decide was a decision that I wanted to learn 
more about the business, not just scripts and dialogues. And that's what I've gone out of this. That's exactly what I've gone out of this. Like, how do you maximize this? How do you maximize that? How do you double this? How do you track this? And how do you get better at this? And all these different things that are not not just dialogues and scripts and dialogues. I mean, this year we've talked about everything. We talked about mindset. We talked about taxes. We've talked about you know um, accountability. We've had coaches come online and give us on the phone and give us training for sale by owners. There's just so much stuff that it's just not just scripts and dialogue. It's the power of the mastermind is just incredible. And I've always known that. I've always known that because back in college we had a little group of people and uh, we would support each other. We would either we would always support each other at the gym and class and most of the exams we had were so difficult that we had to stick together. And that's pretty much what we do in this deal here in the mastermind. Well and it's become um for me, at least, it's amazing the relationships that I've built inside of the mastermind. In my personal circle here in Utah, it's almost if, and I don't say this in an egotistical way, but I'd almost outgrown the thinking here, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so I had to align myself with people that had similar visions as me, had the same drive and the same goal, and were going to support me. Because I don't know if you've noticed this, Al, like you can face a major freaking defeat and doubt in this business. Oh, yeah. Even 11 years into my career, I still deal with that on, on a regular basis, right? So then you can reach out to, to Al Torrey or mm-hmm. AJ Miter or Brian Casella or Kevin Langan or anyone in, in Mastermind mm-hmm. and snap you out of it. It's just an amazing feeling to have that support. Yeah, so and, what, and, the, and building the family, having a family. It's, 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 pretty, it's not just a business. It's a life. We're, we're building life here. Exactly. And that's what I think is so cool. I mean, most people in the mastermind, I think with the exception of Brian, everyone's, you know, got children and a family and, and well, I guess Dylan as well, but aligning with that circle too of, of your similar core values and beliefs and development, right? And that's so powerful because there's a dynamic, right? You've experienced this this year as part of your transformation is how do I deal with business growth and still give the attention to my family that they need, right? Mm. And it's, it's a juggling act. It really oh, yeah. is at the end of the day. So yeah. what, where are you going from here, Al? What's your plan? What do you want to do with, with your career going forward? Yeah, some weeks I'm better than others as far as giving time to my family, and that's something I continuously work on. You know what? Going forward for me, it's about I want to – at this point, I want to triple my business, okay? I want to go, I want to, go to 30 million sales a year. And, and how do I do that? By delivering great – how do I continue to deliver great service to people and uh, build financial freedom for other agents and build an infrastructure that can do that? And that's where I'm at. So, you know – So tripling, basically, you want to take it to 900000 in revenue. Pretty much, commissions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what you're basically saying is, hey, I can't do that by myself. I've got right. to enroll other talented individuals that have a similar vision that just quite aren't sure how to get there, but yet with my leadership, I can, I can help them get there, and it's a win-win for everyone. Right? 100%. Yep. yep. You mentioned something, and it's really important to me, and I'm so glad you brought this up, but you had mentioned that, hey, how can I help these agents? How can I help these people in my organization become financially free? Why, why does that even come out of your mouth now? Why is that important for you? Man, Colton, you know, I was making six figures since I was 24 years old, and, and uh, I wasn't doing the right things with my money. I was doing okay savings, but I could have probably done a whole lot better if I had known the, the things that I know today. So by teaching younger agents, you know, like our age, how to, what to do with their money, 
not only will they have more motivation to continue to grow and help my business to grow because they're going to see their growth in themselves. So making money alone is not the solution for cure it all. You know what I mean? It's just, it's mm-hmm. just, it's not going to cure it all. You got to get out there and figure out what to do with the money, how to spend it, the percentages, and things where where you know your money is doing something behind your back, which is pretty much what I didn't do before. You know, so that's the key. I mean, if I could get an agent to tell you, hey, listen, I can get you to 150 grand a year. They're going to get excited. But if I can say, I'm going to get you to 150 grand a year, and in two years you're going to be financially free, let's just say, that's more exciting, I think. Let's get clear what, what is financial freedom. What does financial yeah. freedom look like? For me, financial freedom is not having to work to pay your necessities is how I see it. Yeah, and so same thing. So I, I live with this idea. I had this dream. I had first heard of it when I was 23 that you could actually not have to work and still earn money. When I first heard that idea, I was like, sweet, I want to get that so I never have to work again, and I'm going to chill. Right? So basically, financial freedom is your passive and residual income pays for the expenses of your lifestyle and, more importantly, your desired lifestyle. Mm-hmm. When I personally achieved financial freedom, I realized, though, it wasn't just about going to sit on the beach sipping on pina coladas. <laughs> right? It's actually it's, more work. It, yeah. it is more work, right? What I, what I realized is, okay, now – I can focus more on what I'm passionate about. You know, what I learned it's all about just creating massive value for others. That's what it is at the end of the day. How can I contribute on a large scale back to other human beings and empower them to become their best selves and then invite them to do the same? I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that. It's about creating value for other people. And, um, and that's, that's exactly – I actually look up to you for that, Colton. I actually definitely look up to you for that because you've always talked about that in our calls since January. And, and I always thought about what exactly does he mean by creating value? How do you do that? But it's simple. All you do is put your product out there for people and literally help agents or help sellers sell their home or buyers buy the home they want and, and not necessarily worry about a commission but just delivering great, great value. That's the key. Well, it goes even you know, deeper than that in the sense of when you're at the grocery store and you're walking through the checkout, that person that's checking you out, they've got their own stuff they're dealing yeah. with in life. And if I can just do one little thing just to lighten their load, just to increase their happiness, yeah. why not do it? I've got the yeah. ability. You, you read the book Think and Grow Rich, right? Yeah, of course. I, I, don't know. Know I, I don't know if I had told you this or not, but I went to a course um, – a year ago, about a year ago, it's called Mission Possible with New Peaks. It was a training event. And I've read Think and Grow Rich probably 25 times. And in there, he has a section of his invisible cabinet, you know, his mastermind inside of his head. Mm-hmm. You remember that yeah. section? Yeah, yeah, so I do. We did an exercise when I was at, uh, and we're actually going to probably do this at the mastermind in Charlotte, but we did an exercise where we brought our invisible cabinet to our head. And so mine was Tony Robbins, um, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, Steve Jobs, Napoleon Hill, Earl Nightingale, and Jesus Christ. That's who I had in my invisible cabinet. And we had to ask one question to each one of these people in our mastermind. And the question that I asked was, how can I most impact the world? And the response that Tony Robbins gave me was, give the gifts you've been given. Mm. And it, it literally changed my entire perspective on how to create value. It's just literally giving what I've been given. And when, once we can do that, money doesn't matter anymore. Money's just not real. You know what I mean? I'm so glad that uh, you've done that for me, Colton. And um, 
you know, we're a couple years age difference and that you, you know, you look up to me, I look up to you kind of thing. And, and you taught me so many things this year that I knew, but I didn't know that I did not know, right? Somehow you woke up a lot of things, a lot of thoughts in my head that were like, okay, okay, that's cool. I can do that. And, um, and you've definitely given that back to me. So the value is there from you to me and from, from me to other people is what I want to do the same. And that's what I look forward to other agents and other people out there looking to just do the same, man, do the same. I think the world is just a lot of people are walking around with their head down and they're not really motivated or, or happy or excited. You know, I was excited at five o'clock this morning when I woke up to go jogging. I was like, man, let's do this. And then I was ready to quit the first mile, you know? <laughs> so yeah, I'm just excited to give back and uh, keep learning from you and give back more and more. And how do you keep doing that is my question. That's what I don't know. How do you keep giving back? How do you keep racing the bar, reading more, it's, learning more? How do you keep doing a, that? It's that discipline you talked about, right? Like yeah. you have to create the habit of building bigger, better habits. And it always has to be anchored back to, in my opinion, from my experience in my life, has to be anchored to human value creation. How do I serve society? How do I serve humans? We are in a major crisis, in my opinion, in the world today, and that's an education crisis. Yeah. Not knowing how to eat healthy, not knowing how to find, run your finances, not knowing how to manage your relationships. Gosh, and, yeah. and even more so, it's becoming tougher and tougher. The way the economy is, the way the money structure world is, it's becoming more and more a challenge for the average guy to, to get through without his head hanging low and, and scraping his chin on the ground, right? That's, that's crazy. How can I serve these people, right? Yeah. That's the other thing I would say, and I, I know you're getting this because we've had conversations, but if you cannot make it a discipline today to manage your finances and learn the way the money game is ran today, you're going to continue to suffer going forward because the economy as we see it is literally changing in front of us, and it's going to swallow up the average guy. It's going to swallow up the guy that cannot master this game. Would, have you noticed that? Oh, yeah, 100%. We talked about it this week when I went over and I opened up the five different accounts. And, yeah. um, you know, we talked about that. And as soon as I did that, it was like way off my shoulders. I was like, oh, gosh, this is awesome. Now I see it. <laughs> now I see the map, okay? So these are the little things that you keep learning and growing because it doesn't matter if I make 250 a year. If, I'm not, if I don't have these six accounts, for example, okay, at least the five, at least the five accounts. It doesn't matter what you're making. It doesn't matter. The, the economy is going to gobble you up and you're going to be done. You'll be out of here in three years, you know, out of the business. So, so we can keep talking about this for a while. Let's, let's start to wrap it up, though. What, what's the advice that you would give uh, to a listener, maybe a veteran real estate agent or, or a brand-new real estate agent or, or an agent that might be in a slump? What would you give out to those guys? <laughs> Join the mastermind, right? Um, <laughs> The first advice I would give, number one, to veteran agents is get your finances in order. Get down to get down to learning the system, whatever system. I use the JAR system that we talked about. Um, from those of you not familiar with the JAR system, is T. R. Ecker talks about the JAR system in the, in the book um, Millionaire Mind. What is it? I forget the name of the book. Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Yeah, yeah, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. You know, the name of the book, it doesn't really tell you, but that's pretty much what he talks about. For veteran agents that don't have their finances in order, this is the number one thing. And obviously going back and looking at the, um, the MRE book, MREA book, and, and looking at the green light, red light concept and doing those two things, as the market starts to shift, 
the green light, red light concept is going to be important. As far as the finances, that's going to be important whether the market shifts or whether we have elections or not. We're going to have an election for as long as we're living. So that's going to be important. Um, people looking to get out of a slump is pretty much surround yourself with that higher frequency vibrations of the other human beings that are doing the same stuff you're doing. You're going to attract the people that you, you know, whatever, you know, whatever you're feeling inside, you're going to keep attracting that. So you're going to snap out of a lot of things that the world is giving you negativity. Number one thing is get, stop watching the news. And number two is surround yourself around powerful frequency from other people, vibrations of people that are out there, entrepreneurs and other agents. That's my advice to, to agents that are kind of going through a slump. And uh, once you do that, you'll see what happens. Just wait and more will be revealed, like they say. Um, for new agents or people looking to switch careers, you know, I'd say number one is get clear, get clear on, on the one thing is that this business requires a lot of work. It's not like having free time and you know, I'm going to join, I'm going to become a realtor so that I don't have to work and I got my own time to do things. This business requires a lot of time to work at it and it requires constant growth and developing skills. So for new agents, for sure, spend two to three hours a day mastering your skills, whether it's the phones, whether it's door knocking, whether you're out, you know, networking in, in, a, in a, you know, a chamber of comments event, that, you know, you know, things like that. Whatever you're doing, master it, and then go at it like your life depends on it. It's what like what I like to think of. Um, and, and people looking to switch careers is, you know, take a minute to reflect back as to how you build the career you're in. And use the same tools you have inside of you that you used to build that career to build in something different. Am I clear? Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. So for those of you guys um, listening, you can just search on YouTube, or not YouTube, uh, Facebook, Real Estate Hustlers. There's a free group on there. You can get involved just on the free side of things and learning a little bit more about that. Al, anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? Well, if anybody has any questions, they can reach out to me. Um, I, I'll put my number out there. Hopefully, hopefully, I won't get calls at 3 in the morning. But if anybody has any <laughs> questions and they're looking to switch careers, it doesn't matter whether it's healthcare, whether you're in any network marketing, whatever you're trying to switch out of into, or into other careers, my number is 954-629-7480. And um, again, 954-629-7480. And then um, what I recommend is people reach out to me and, uh, through Facebook, Al Torrey, T-O-R-R-E, and uh, ask me any questions that they may have. And I'm always looking for more accountability partners. And if we can share what I've done and, and, and things that I've created because of the mastermind, I'd be happy to. So that's one way to reach me. And one last thing I want to say is, you know, we, we're going to experience some sort of market shift whenever it happens. It could be two years, three years. It could be two months. And... Um, you know the good the agents that like to work and don't mind working hard stick or stick through it stick through it we'll 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 do we'll do great during the time it doesn't matter how times are bad or good we'll do great just keep at it that's it you're going to dominate this market shift the more you can uh stay focused on the the fundamentals you're just going to grab market share so <clears throat> you guys check out Al if you're in the Boca Raton area get a hold of him just to go meet him if you guys have real estate uh, uh, referrals, get them over to him. He'll definitely take care of them. Uh, also, if you guys want to find me on Facebook, just look me up, Colts and Lindsay, or you can uh, follow me on Instagram at the WGR. You can obviously uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. All right, guys, we appreciate you. Have a great rest of the day. 
Thanks for listening to the Winning the Inner Game podcast. I got to put a word in for my sponsors. First off, it's actually my real estate sales team in Utah. You can visit my website at www.the-wgr.com. That's www.the-wgr.com. If you have someone looking to buy or sell real estate in Utah, reach out to us. We'd love to work with you on that. Also, you can go to winningtheinnergame.com where you can join the winner's circle. That's my personal email list where I'm always sending out free real estate tips and tricks and also inviting people to free real estate trainings. In there as well is also a audio tools and training section that you can check out where I share a lot of the trainings that I do with inside of my own sales organization that will help you take your business to the next level. You got to check out fearlessagent.com. That's the coaching and training company I started with over a decade ago. They're by far the most effective, affordable, and efficient coaching and training platform on the planet today. If you go to fearlessagent.com, you can check out a free 45-minute webinar that will share with you the five must-know presentations to take your real estate sales business to the next level. And finally, guys, I got to thank my friends over at Mojo Sales. It's the CRM and dialing platform that I use to succeed at a high level in prospecting. So go check them out at www.mojocells.com and thanks for listening. Hey everyone, did you like this episode? Well, be sure to subscribe and share it with friends. If you want free content and world-class training on inner game, real estate, and turning the impossible into possible and the invisible into visible, well, visit me at winningtheinnergame.com and enter your name and email to the winner circle. We'll see you there.